All right, welcome to the very first episode of Micro Influencer, my brand new podcast. Uh, this has been about two and a half months in the making. I've been wanting to get back into podcasting and thinking about a way that I could do it and a way that I could do it differently than I've ever done it before, because I've done a lot of other podcasts in the past. If you've followed everything that I've done online to this point, I've had like three to this point, but uh, this one is very different. It's not sports oriented entirely. And cause there's a little bit more to me than just sports. And I've started to expand my content beyond just the sports horizon lately. And, uh, in that vein, I've decided to bring on one of my best friends and he's been my best friend for over a decade. Uh, and he doesn't like sports at all. No. <laughs> and we've still been able to be friends for over a decade. So clearly I have a little bit more going on. So I'd like to introduce you guys to Jason Schultz, one of my best friends. Uh, Jason, take it away. Yeah. Uh, hey, everyone. I'm Jason. I'm a student at uh, Texas A&M University Engineering. This feels like the start of a, uh, like when you got to go around the class and tell, talk about yourself. It's fun. Oh, uh, yeah. I think me and Jackson have been, <laughs> me and Jackson have been friends since fifth grade. When you move yep. from Oklahoma, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, I know nothing about sports at all. I've been supportive of Jackson stuff the best I can, and, and I'm he's not even on TikTok. I, no, I I have to Google Jackson underscore Durham or whatever. He <laughs> googles my he helps my SEO on Google by googling mm -hmm. me regularly, building out yeah. the brand. Twice but uh, at least. indeed. So I brought Jason on today to talk about a lot of topics. Uh, Jason's not really on TikTok, so it's fun to talk about like TikTok drama and stuff like that with him because he has no frame of reference for it. Uh, so I'm on Instagram Reels. Yeah, yeah. So I get him a couple post on TikTok three months later. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, he's he's really into those memes with like the dancing dogs right now. Uh, doing that. Those are on there a lot. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, I knew they would be because they were on TikTok like two months ago. The one where they're they're singing that like, uh, check yeah. it out, check it out. It's from a Barbie movie. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Lily and fuck, I'm going to butcher their names and then get roasted in the comments for not knowing them. I know one of the Lily and Sparkles. I fucking still got it. Let's go. Barbie uh, fans going for your head. Yeah, I'm a big Barbie fan, man. Uh, I had to watch a ton of those movies as a kid because of my sister. I mean, I like them. Yeah, you got a little sister, so you at least have an excuse to be a Barbie fan. I don't, but uh, big Barbie girl. <laughs> I'm a can't wait for the movie. Uh, <laughs> that movie does look kind of good. I'm definitely gonna be at that movie. On Me and my friends down in Texas were doing a double feature of Oppenheimer and the Barbie movie. We're gonna drive oh. up to Houston. Are they the same night release? Uh, it's at least they're gonna be out in the same time. Okay, so, so you can yeah. double feature. We're going in soon. That's a little bit of like an emotional roller coaster. At least for yeah, what I don't I, know what you're starting with Barbie to be. Yeah. I mean, you could go from really low to really high, or you could go from really high to really low. And we're not right. going to say which is which. You view the nuclear war, you could go from really low to really high, and it could just be, you know, vice versa on the movies. But mm -hmm. uh, I think Oppenheimer looks really good. Uh, they detonated like 20 tons of TNT to make a nuclear explosion, didn't they? Something like yeah. that. So they, he, he did something. He didn't drop a bomb on civilians, but he did. Yeah, I mean, something similar. I, I just think they wouldn't let him go that far. Uh, but he he definitely wanted to. No one. Uh, it's that's a crazy thing to do to be like, yeah. So we're making this movie, and CGI is not good enough. So we're blowing up. Gotta, we need real bombs. We need real fucking bombs, and we're gonna blow them up. 
in the, in desert, the desert, probably not in the middle of nowhere for for the movie. <laughs> because on CGI mushroom clouds, just not going to get it done. The audience needs to, they need to feel the fact that we blew up part of the desert. Yeah, they need and to on really the other hand, you got the damage we blonde did. Ryan Gosling. What's not, what's not to love? Oh, um, yeah. And you're, you're transitioning into watching Ryan Gosling. That blonde hair on him looks it's unbelievably a, unnatural. Yeah, but it's also, I mean, it's a Kendall plastic. I don't, I don't know. It doesn't, it looks bad. <laughs> it looks, it does look very plasticky, which I guess is what they were going for. Fine. And I know in an interview, I don't know what the plot of that movie could possibly be. So what I was about to say is interesting. Ryan Gosling in an interview, um, he was talking about how the plot like isn't what you'd expect, and how Ken is actually like kind of going through it during the movie, like he's falling on rough times. And I was reading that like, what? Like is Ken like experiencing unemployment? Like is his house? And I'm assumed he was just like a like, like a rich. I kind of assumed he would have enough. He's, he seems like a rich guy. I don't know. I think the movie might be going for like the eat the rich angle, though. No. Maybe. Or maybe he's not rich. Like maybe he's posing rich. Like he's I like a know. fake rich guy. They have to, whatever sells the most new Barbie toys. I don't know, really. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing is like, is this movie even meant to sell Mattel merchandise? Because it's guaranteed like, they don't, they don't do things without the intention. But it's not marketed towards kids. Like, no, I don't, I don't know what it's rated. I kind of wish it was rated R. I know, it's, I think it's at least. You kind of wish it was rated R. Hey, yo, let Ken say to see some some Margot Robbie action. I, no, I, I want you I want dirty dog. I want Margo to say fucking and shoot someone in the head. <laughs> It'd be fun when Barbie pulls out the Glock. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, so I wanted to tell the story of how we first met uh mm. on this that was something i wanted to cover because i think it's a funny story um very middle school story yeah yeah and we'll remove names from it but mm-hmm. uh essentially so when we first met i was i had just moved from oklahoma uh and we started attending the same school mm-hmm. and i met this kid who for the video we'll call him eugene and i met this yeah. kid named eugene and eugene was i mean eugene seemed like a really nice guy like he we would hang out with eugene uh you would have separately hang out with jason was already friends with eugene yeah i he was previously like my like best friend in like i don't know third fourth grade Actually, yeah. no, i guess fourth grade I, that's when i came into that school but yeah it's like for like a year we had been friends like i knew his family i my we were like our families were pretty close i went over to his house whatever yeah jason was getting down with eugene for sure yeah so <laughs> I swoop in. I've just moved in from Oklahoma. Uh, I meet Eugene. And Eugene was talking hella shit about Jason to me. Eugene was like, you don't want to hang out with Jason. Like, Jason's, he's a weird dude. And he doesn't like you. Like, specifically, he hates you. Like, he actually hates you, like, so much. Like, he talks so much shit on you. And, like, fifth grade me, I was like, I don't know Jason at all. Like, but fuck this guy. Like, if he's talking all this shit on me, like, I've never met him. And, like, Eugene is a trustworthy friend. Like, Eugene wouldn't lie to me. So why would I believe anything else? And, Jason, what was your experience with Eugene? What was Eugene telling you? Uh, he told me that you were weird and kind of creepy. He told me, just like, you hung out with – you two hung out together. He didn't like it that much. I shouldn't hang out with you. I remember that continued in the summer, too, because we went to the same, like, pool. And, like, we were on the swim team and, like – We'd both be talking to him, friends, 
and I don't know. It was, uh, and it was weird because, like, in my head, when we would have these three way conversations, it was like, man, I wish it was just me and Eugene right now. Like, this, this weird Jason dude needs to butt out because, like, Mm -hmm. Eugene has filled my head with like Jason's basically a psychopath, like, he hates you. He was gaslighting wasn't popular yet, but yeah. Yeah, we were being gaslit. We were like, being gaslit as middle was gaslighting. This kid was a master gaslighter too. Like he, I don't know how it didn't come up for us that it wasn't true because we just because we didn't talk to each other, we didn't interact like just the two of us because we like we hated each other because exactly of that. because he'd driven this wedge between us so well and it literally was for no reason. It still to this day strikes me as one of the most bizarre things anyone has ever done. I feel like he he could have had two good friends and he had none. Exactly. Like once we figured out what was going on and like started talking to each other more, I was like, I can't even remember how it exactly came up, but I was like, I have no memory of it at all. This dude's not weird. Like why was Eugene telling me all these things about how weird Jason was? Like Jason's, he's a nice guy. Like I like hanging out with Jason. And so we just had a chat about it. And Jason was like, Hey, Eugene was telling me all these things about you too. And ever since then, we both just sworn off Eugene and moved on as friends. And it came up to me again. I know it sounds like a weird thing to talk about, like a decade plus later. But and for the record, I don't hold this against him because we were we were fifth no, graders. I mean, I, we were kids. I, I saw just... Eugene at a I saw Eugene at a party when I was like a senior. We Did said you? hi. We didn't interact past that. We just like, oh hey, we didn't talk about any of this. But yeah, I mean, I, I think he's doing okay. In Actually, I did see Eugene. Uh, I bumped into Eugene the the other day. Uh, not the other day. Like, I've seen him uh, at the gym too. About a, I bumped into Eugene about a year ago. Uh, also at the mm-hmm. gym. Uh, I think the same yeah. gym. But yeah. uh, <laughs> we all go to the same gym. That's a problem. Uh, but Eugene, yeah, I don't hold it against him. I mean, he was a kid at the end of the day. But I, it still strikes me as wild. And Jason sent me a meme the other day that was like uh, – when you and another friend are like the only friends left from the original friend group because you don't talk to the third friend. And it reminded me of the third friend. And I was like, we're doing the podcasting week and we have to cover that because that is the wildest. It's our it's our opening. It's our story. It's how we met. I don't know. Yeah. It's just goofy. Anyway, moving on to our next topic for this podcast. You need to get on TikTok and create more content. I'm not me. Look, I got, I got Instagram reels. I got YouTube oh. shorts. Start posting YouTube shorts. <laughs> Post those Fortnite videos. Have you seen those where people will like be playing Fortnite and it'll be like um, them running on some Fortnite creative track that they've made. And then it plays the stupid um, industry baby song. And it's like, baby bet. Yeah. And they do nah, like a minor. It's a lot of those like right, subway so surfers with a Reddit thread over the top. Okay. You could make that content though. That's see, that's low yeah. effort. No, you could totally pull that off. Like you download subway surfers. Yeah. All you need to do is get decent at subway surfers. Like I'm good enough to last like three to five minutes for your Reddit video. Uh, Cause if you die during the gameplay, this shit's not going to cut it. Like we need. No, you got you to be good. It's, it's always flawless. We don't need pro gameplay, but we need like borderline pro. Uh, or the mine or the Minecraft, like jumping from block to block, whatever those, yeah. whatever that even is. See, like the parkour. They frustrate me a little bit more unless the Minecraft video has ray tracing on. If it has ray tracing on, oh, yeah, then I'm like, oh, I can watch this all day long. Like Minecraft with Have ray tracing seen... is pristine. It looks have you seen the um the million edits of Minecraft with Biden and Trump and Obama and like hell yeah I oh. have you seen the ones with ice spice in them 
Yeah, I want to show one of the. I, I want to show those to my parents, like on because they don't they don't understand AI. I don't think your parents. Understand. I don't think. I, I I think you know what I they have enough frame of reference for the Trump Obama uh, Biden ones, but like the once you get into the Drake's I Spice ones, knowing your parents, they don't they don't have that kind of frame of reference. You know, I, mean? I don't even know much about I Spice. Yeah, you don't have that kind of frame of reference either. Like yeah. you got a frame of reference for Drake, but like you don't. Yeah, know I guess. The Drake part two, do you? You've never heard the boys part two, but you'll hear it in two months on YouTube Shorts. It'll be there. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. It's on the way. Moving on from Ice Spice, uh, I want to talk a little bit about two new games that have come out recently. Uh, one of which I've streamed a little, uh, and the other I've streamed. I've actually streamed both these games. Now that I think about it, um. We'll start with Atomic Heart because I know you have more of a frame of reference for Atomic Heart. Yeah, I have seen gameplay. I saw the trailers. I was planning on playing it until I think you, we were talking one day and you're like, oh yeah, the first hour, like you don't play. And I was like, well, I ha- I'm busy. I don't have an hour to sit and not play a game. Literally. I, so, yeah. I got on stream to play this game and a little more backstory. I was, I was at work and my coworker who tells me about video games usually uh he's like my game guy he always knows what's coming out and uh and especially what's going to be on game pass for me to get cheaply uh my guy brandon i love you bro uh he told me he was like you need to download atomic heart and stream it like it'll be a good game for you to stream it comes out today i was like okay so i go home download it uh load it up to stream it i knew nothing about this game going into it like literally nothing uh flying completely blind and i load into it and immediately i'm struck with the idea that i'm playing bioshock infinite like Mm -hmm. i'm like okay this is bioshock infinite like this is columbia like i'm i'm in columbia as it looks like russian communist columbia or um rapture where it's yeah or in other words, what North Korea thinks they look like to the rest of the world. Like that literally is what this game is. And it's for me playing it on stream as I meandered through this hour long cutscene that is the game's intro where you do nothing except for basically calibrate your glove, which talks to you and is, I don't know who decided that a sidebar here. Stop with the talking animated. You can you, you can say high on life. It's all right. Yeah, fuck high on life. That's, can... <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. That you, you don't have to be nice to them. High on life and its consequences. This is the consequences of high on life. We don't need talking. That game wasn't fun. Character. We played it together in games. That's not a thing that we need. I don't know when this trend started, other than high on life or why they thought it was a good idea. Cut it out. No more. But uh, the glove talks to you. Its name is Charles, which is a far more interesting name than your name, which is like P193. Yeah, P whatever. Uh, I thought you had more numbers, but it might just be P3. Uh, is that a no gun? idea? Is that a P3, like a pistol? Anyway, uh, as I was meandering through this cutscene, it just strikes me that I haven't done anything in an hour. Like I've literally been walking for an hour and being expo dumped just all of this information about this world that i don't care about yet because it's been 10 minutes worth of gameplay of like actual things to do and it's you you can't get that kind of investment from a player in an hour you know what i mean like you can't expo dump on me for an hour and then expect me to care like if it's not done in an interesting way if it's not done in an exciting incident 
to yes. get you a mystery, a murder, something to do. I with. compare video game intros to Dead Space and to Arkham Asylum. I think those two games brilliantly did their intros, where in Arkham Asylum, you actually do spend a lot of time walking and watching, but it's done brilliantly well. You mm -hmm. capture the Joker and bring him back to the asylum, and you walk in with him, and then he breaks out, and they expo dump a little bit, but it's quick, and it's mixed in with really interesting aspects of gameplay that teach you how to play the game while you solve an actual real-world problem. Same with Dead Space, which is like you, you've just arrived at this new uh, or this spaceship. You have no idea what's going on. And the game teaches you how to play it. It teaches you that you need to shoot the limbs off. It kind of really beats you over the fucking it head. It really beats you over the head with that part, yeah. <laughs> it is impossible to miss the idea that you need to shoot the limbs off in that game. But it's done. But they don't. the UI never pops up and says, hey, shoot the limbs off. Like it, that never happens in Dead Space, but it is impossible to miss the idea that you should. And that is something that I think Atomic Hearts just completely misses on, which is you didn't get that investment from me. You didn't do anything to make me feel like a part of the game world because all I did was sit there and watch a movie for an hour. Like if I wanted to watch a movie, I would turn on a movie about what it was like to live in communist Russia or like what ideal communist Russia was. But I wanted to play a video game about that. That's why I, I downloaded think, I think a few games can pull that off. I think The Last of Us was kind of like, oh, let's make a movie, but in a game. But they that was a character drama. This well, is just cinematic. shooting. But it's cinematic in conjunction with a lot of really great gameplay. And it doesn't... And granted, I haven't played The Last of Us because I'm... Neither have I. gamer. So I couldn't tell you for sure what The Last of Us's intro is, but I would have to imagine The Last of Us doesn't spend an hour not letting you play. That's the problem I have. I signed up to play a video game, not to watch somebody else do a bunch of cool shit. And like, that's why I I've avoided the game so far. That's why I'm like going through that. Exactly. So that's my issue with Atomic Heart. Uh, I would have to steer you away from it unless you've got the game pass and you can get it for free, in which case knock yourself out if you've got like an extra 40 to 50 gigs it's pretty fat i've uh, heard it's pretty fun i've heard like I don't i've know. heard good I, things from other people i've I, heard I, i've heard bad things and good things i've heard the dialogue is really bad it is yeah it's like a middle schooler swearing kind of it's yeah. so and and we can talk about some other things with this game too but before we get into all the real world issues with this game uh yeah. which are bountiful uh, there is a lot of dialogue issues with this game. I think it's a translation thing. I think uh, a lot of foreign games, when you translate them over to English, you end up hiring really cheap voice actors that do a poor job with the lines, and then you hire cheap translators that translate the lines poorly too. So I think it was all just like kind of... I'm trying to give them a little bit of benefit of the doubt there and be like, this might be a translation error. And like uh, mm -hmm. the actor didn't do a great job of bringing any life to the lines either. Like in the couple hours that I spent with him, I really, really wanted him to shut up and just like stop talking. Like I was very close to going into the menu. If I didn't think I would have lost viewers on the stream, spending, wasting time in a menu, looking for an option, I was looking for an option to be like, shut up main character. Like no more talking from main character. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just end all of his non-essential dialogue. <laughs> Which mm -hmm. they actually have that option in High on Life, which tells me like you realize that this they, was they knew they knew it was a too much. It is literally it's one of the first things you'll find in the settings menu because I know I found it when I was going to turn sensitivity down. But uh, you can 
turn off all of the added commentary from the guns, which is like, if you knew that people wanted the guns to shut up, why did you have the guns talk in the first place? Honestly, I think because that was their whole thing. Yeah. That, I mean, was all, no had, that was all they had going for them was like, Ooh, listen to Morty from Rick and Morty. Hey, Rick and Morty. For, an hour, for an eight hour campaign. I don't know. We're running out of time. So we can't talk about Rick and Morty getting canceled, but briefly the main issue with um, Atomic Heart's actual real-world release is its connection to the war in Ukraine, which, while not firmly established, it is suspiciously close to the Russian government. The development and publishing company behind it are, they have very, very close ties with the Russian government, and I think we would be remiss to not mention it when talking about Atomic Heart. Like, I think if we're, we're going to cover the game at all, like I think we should mention that fact. Like, so if you support this game, if you financially pay into it, there is a non-zero chance that you are financially supporting Russia's war in Ukraine, which yeah. I think you should be aware of. Like, if you if you don't want to financially support the war in Ukraine, if you don't want there to be any chance that you are, and again, I'm not firmly saying that they are for legal reasons, don't buy the game because they're very close to the Russian government. Uh, if you got mm-hmm. Game Pass, again. Microsoft already made the deal with them, so you're not adding any fuel to that fire as I see it by downloading it from them. But if you're going to pay into the game, I think that's something you should be aware of. Like if you plan to go to a brick and mortar store or to buy it off of the Microsoft eShop or PlayStation Shop, be aware. Yeah. Uh, I know even I believe Mick Gordon did the um the music for that game and I heard that he donated all of his everything he made from the game to a Ukraine uh, relief aid foundation i'm not sure which but that's what i've heard yeah and i heard he was like i di- I wasn't aware at the time yeah he said like oh yeah they just gave me a th- what to like what they wanted i just gave it back to him i had nothing else to do with it yeah i don't think he worked very closely with the company um yeah. anyway as the last thing we're gonna do here we are with shadow of the urge tree on the way uh me and jason were both we're both pretty big Elden Ring fans. Uh, we we went through a phase definitely uh, last year when it came I, out. I, I've been known I to remember... Elden Ring too. Uh, you were saying sorry, my bad. No, I remember my friend uh, Jeffrey. He was my roommate at the time. Shout out to Jeffrey. He's not listening. <laughs> I'll send this to him. Um, I remember like we, I, he. I would come out of my apartment or I'd come out of my room. And be like he he had seen me yesterday. It's like oh Jason, you had like fifty hours in Elden Ring. How's it going? Oh yeah, I have like sixty now. And it'd be like within 24 hours of talking to him last mm. it was a lot of that we talked about it the other day. how many hours i have in elden ring it's pretty scary you can say the number 50 plus uh and that was a couple days ago and i've definitely crunched some more time into that game since because I'm, I'm doing my second playthrough right now and i'm very invested but i i'm at 110 we'll see 110 yeah so you, you've got some ground to make up to catch up to your boy over here uh so with all that being said i thought it would be really fun to um, do a elden ring tier list but not just your average elden ring tier list i feel like every elden ring tier list just ends up being like everyone knows the hardest bosses yeah we gotta there's too many lists of hardest bosses, best bosses, whatever. I don't, care, I don't care what boss you got killed by 200 times. Like, you suck at the game. I care what boss you want to marry. That's what I'm interested in. What boss do you think 
would be the best consort to be as your or to be the best consort to because you if you're unfamiliar with Elden Ring the whole plot of it is that you're trying to become consort to one of several different people to become Elden Lord so I just thought what if every boss could be your consort and you could be the consort <laughs> to anybody and become the Elden Lord that way so me and Jason are going to go through this list of basically every great enemy in the game we're going to talk about all of the pros and cons of marrying them uh and it's it's gonna be a really good time i will skip some you might be confused with uh which ones we skip we can skip like the snail we're skipping ranala uh because she's the only good option yeah we don't we don't care about human women uh perfect okay so we're kicking things off with the beast of ferrum azula god damn all right that's the beast here I can pull up pictures too. Yeah, pull up pictures. Beast be of Ferrum as well. Images. Oh, that's right. Okay. This is what we're working with here. Yeah. Um. There's a lot to like. There. Can you name one? Can I name a beast? Name of a thing. Name one of the things. Oh, like. one thing I like. Um. Yeah, uh, you know, his sword is pretty fascinating. Cool. Uh, it appears there's multiple of them. Uh, so you always have a replacement if one dies. Yeah. Uh, which I think is definitely something to consider. Um, really bone in the first hour. So yeah. In fact, I don't think he actually has any skin on his knees at all. As I'm looking closely here. Uh, no, I don't. I... I'm seeing straight to bone there. Uh, yeah, that definitely drops him to at least D tier for me. Um, I think D is a good place. Yep. Yeah, I think D is a good spot for him to live. Uh, next up, we've got the Bell Bearing Hunter. Excited about the Bell Bearing Hunter. Let's see here. Bearing Hunter. Nope. Beautiful. Guy on a computer podcast. Would love it. All right. Okay, so I see no head? No. No, we've got a head. That's a great picture. Uh, Okay. No, that's Elmer of the Briar. Or is this just a reskinned version of Elmer? Oh, boo, it's a reskin. D. Yeah, definitely. We don't don't fuck with reskin bosses. We don't, yeah. Also, for time purposes, we could go to the the Rune Bearers. True, true. Yeah. What's uh Shard Bears? I don't know. Yeah, we'll jump to the Shard Bears real quick uh and rank them for sure. Where's our first one? Oh, Elden Beast. Okay. Elden Beast. That one um, you're talking about a guy. I think you want to marry God. Or like God's dog. Don't say it like that. <laughs> I think it is kind of like marrying God's dog. You know what I mean? Like, if God had a dog... I don't remember the lore. He, like, he is basically God's dog. Because, like, he's, like, the guardian of the greater will at the end of the day. So it would be kind of like you married God's dog. D tier because you said that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't... You don't want to marry God's dog? <laughs> Not really. Fair enough. All right. Um, Moving on from him... uh. I think that's a fair analogy to explain the Elden Beast. No, it probably is. I just... It's easy. <laughs> okay. Oh, Estelle, natural born of the void. I'm excited. Oh. He's kind of the reason we're doing this. I'm not going to lie. 
He is that is what you texted me. S tier. S tier. I yeah. posit that he's S tier. And here's why. Because he is the only one that has actual control over space and time itself. Like I guess the Elden Beast kind of does, but he's not even a god and he still has control over space and time no. through his use of black holes. Because he uses black mm-hmm. holes to move. So this dude can generate a black hole at any time. So you're literally dealing with a guy who can generate who can manipulate space and time. So like if he wants you as his consort, like he's kind of gonna have you anyway. You know what I mean? So like you really don't get a say in the matter. And at the end of the day, if you if you do like being with Estelle, you could just kind of chill in his void. And he he even stole a whole night sky. So you get a lot of romantic yeah. evenings with Estelle under the he, false. He sky. can give you anything you want. Like he can give you the stars, you know. Yeah, I mean Very if romantic. To steal an entire people's sky. What isn't he willing to take from you or for you? For you. Both. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on to, um, we got, oh, Riker, Lord of Blasphemy. This is a good okay, one. Okay, this one, I'm actually, okay, I think A, because bad. We're going A to. A or B, we will talk about it. Because one, he is a snake man, which is bad. But two, I mean, he's got a castle. That is true. He's got a big, cool castle. He's got an army. We're dealing with a man of means. He's clearly very sure. devoted to his cause. Whatever very that is. Very passionate, very loyal. Uh, very devoted. Mm-hmm. Willing to turn himself into a snake to achieve the cause. Uh, what would he do for you, for his true love? We'll put him in A tier. I think that's a I good think he ate the snake. No, he let the snake eat him. Yeah, no, he, he allowed the snake to consume him and became one with it. Just like he wants to become one with you. Yeah, he's a romantic if I've ever heard of one. Mm-hmm. Let's go with the fire giant here. Our next shard bearer, fire giant to me, and I had him in F, but that's only for fire F for fire giant. We're not actually putting him in F here, unless we no, just... first not. Um, he he's gets pity points for being the last of his species. Fair. So I think he automatically jumps above F for that. Hang on. For yeah, that would be too mean. Uh so he's at least D tier. You're mm-hmm. up. I think having an eye on your stomach. I'm not sure if I want to take away points. For also, that. the mouth. Yeah, he's got basically. Um, I think I'm going to give points for that, uh, because we're giving points to Rykard for being a snake. So no, that was actually my my bad point, but okay. Oh, you're taking away points for Rykard for being a snake. He still is an A. Oh, yeah, I think the fact that he's loyal and devoted, cool castle. But I think being is a big part of how devoted he is. And I think if if you're not factoring that in, I don't think you're understanding it. Because he's he's devoted to the cause. In fact, so devoted that he became a snake. So, like, my point was, like, imagine how devoted he'd be to you. Like, if you're you're his cause in anywhere near the same degree. You know what I mean? Like, if you're you're going to turn yourself into a snake, like, what, what wouldn't you do for love? It's pretty romantic if you think about it that way. Yeah, if we become the same snake. Yeah, if you guys merge together. Two heads like cat dog. It's kind of like the scene from, um, uh, I was about to say 101 Dalmatians, but that's not right. Lady in the Tramp, where they do the uh, the two ends of the pasta. You know what I mean? It's a snake with both of our faces on it. But instead of pasta, it's going to be snake. And it's instead of eating pasta, you're going to be merging into one being. And that being eaten by the same snake, yeah, 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 yeah. it's just okay. like I think B tier for fire giant anyway, though. Uh, I like his I red hair, 
I think that's also he uh he pulls that entire sword out of his throat. Yeah, he does have weak ankles though, so he can't quite get to A tier for me. Uh, not operating with the cankles. Godskin duo. Let's rank it. No. You don't want to rank the Godskin duo? Oh, no, I just hate them. Oh, okay. That's all. No, I, you, every Elden Ring player hates them. It's fine. Every Elden Ring does. I, they're oh, after in terms of... Jewelry. We did that together. I hated that. Yeah, we did. We did. I needed yeah, I hated that fight. Uh, that, yeah, that fight killed me. Uh, I'm not excited about it in round two either. Um, but... So I guess if we're marrying the collective of both of them, um, which is fine, but I don't, I don't know if those two are the two people. As long as like, I I feel like I might get a little jealous if they start spending more time with each other than they're spending with me, though. Well, then you just go to couples therapy and you talk it out. It's triples therapy at that point. But uh, yeah. yeah, nice polytherapy. Uh, polytherapy. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think the guys can duo. Um, which one do you think would be a better partner? Uh, this the slim one or the big guy, big ball guy, or uh, slim. I don't like what that big guy's doing with all that. I think slim thugger would be definitely the better partner. Uh, he just the way he like expands his entire body makes me not. I'm not not. In the... Yeah, I don't like the way the Godskin, the ball one, I don't like the, like, big ball technique that he does where he, like, bounces up and then... He inflates all of his skin out. It's kind of gross. That gives me the ick, for sure. Uh, so, I but I do like Slim Thugger's ex- neck extendo move. That kind of reminds yeah. me of Mr. Fantastic. You know yeah, it's kind of cool. That, uh, I would say C at best. C or B? C at best. I'm going C. Yeah, I think C is yeah. a good good home for the Godskin duo. Commander Nyal. Ooh, that's a fun one. He's the ice one, if I remember correctly. He's not in, the one in the scar in the rock. He's in the lake of rot. Okay, he's that. Okay, I hated that. Yeah, he's the um, one right uh, in the middle of it. Or is that Commander O'Neill? Google search. Hang on. Yeah, we got to go back to Google. Man. I want to say he's the guy with the cool foot where he jumps on you. He's all I see. You're right. Okay. Yeah, yes. yeah. He's the You're cool right. foot guy. Okay. I was that, right. item, that, item is that item is cool. Yeah, so Commander Nile. Uh, uh, I'll give Nile um, a solid uh, I think I don't know. B- I don't think there's much to go. There's not much to talk about with him. Yeah, he's pretty lame. Nothing inherently wrong. You know, he's clearly... And he has... He summons teammates, too. To yeah, I know. He, like, he, he's good at maintaining relationships, clearly. Yeah, so that does show um, the ability to connect with others, which would be which important. important. But it also shows that he's not independent at all. Like, he, he hasn't become his own person yet. Uh, so I don't know if he's ready to give himself fully to another. Uh so I was gonna go D. That's fine too. I'm not big on commanding y'all. Yeah. Uh let's rank ooh, a crucible knight. Oh, okay. Oh, I mean honestly, I would say I was I'm gonna say like B. B's here for the crucible knight. 
I think I truly think that A is like a step yeah. up from B, like much more than the other two others are. Like that, there's a big there's a big gap. I was thinking Curse but, of Mine would be our first F. For first, okay, why is that? this one is actually locked in jail? He's in prison, so okay. we're dealing with you're dating a, a man who's in jail. So like you're gonna have to be doing everything. Is on this list? What? Is Dung Eater on this list? Just curious. Good question. Uh, he also would be... That's his own... Same he gets his own tier. Criticism from me, which is that he's actively imprisoned. Uh, I don't see Dung Eater on this list. That's okay. There's a below F tier. There is a Dung Eater tier. Yeah. We, he, don't, we don't support... We don't stay... We're anti-Dung Eaters here. Yeah. Uh, and I think we're also anti-prison. And... Yeah. I think uh, I can't date a person who's in prison. That's ultimately Actively in prison. I don't. Yeah, I, don't know. I I will date someone who's not who's been to prison. Like I should. Yeah, say, that's what I'm saying. Actively in prison, depending on what what they're. I, and obviously, I'm I'm currently taken. But if I was on the market, I would consider someone who had been in prison in the past, depending on what they'd done. I. Uh, but if you're actively in prison, I don't know that we can. It'd be hard to make that work. I don't know that you can really support me in the way I need you to as the Elden Lord. Like, I think our weekly visitation just isn't really going to work out in terms of, like, the political duties I really need you to take on. So, also, Crucible Magic, not my favorite. Also, they attack you when you use the Estus Flask, and that's the most bullshit move in the entire game. And mm-hmm. it's, they're very, they're very hostile. It's kind of mean. I think it's a great game design, but I also hate it. They fight dirty. Indeed. Um, ooh, Dragon Lord Placidusax. Okay. Classic Dusix. Um, I am, I think I'm going to, I want to put him pretty low. Yeah, I do too. But just as a sidebar, and I kind of mentioned it there, but we were kind of talking at the same time. I don't know if his name is pronounced Placidusax or Placidusix, but it's going to be Placidusax. And I don't want to get comments about it because he's not a real person. So don't tell me I'm disrespecting him by pronouncing his name. Poorly. George R.R. R. Martin. Yeah, comments. George R. R. Martin can stuck it. Crying, <laughs> screaming, throwing up, punching the air right back. His name is actually pronounced Plassy Deucex. That is the dumbest name I've ever heard in my life, and I hate it. So I will not call him Plassy Deucex. I will call him Placidious. Placidious. It sounds better. Cool fucking name. That is a cool name. Yes. Now I think spelled like it's supposed to be cool, so I'm gonna say it like it's cool. I think you should go to Google and look up images so we can get a better, better yeah. look at him. I think pretty low. He's locked in a, I don't even know what you call that time prison. He's stuck in the farm as a. You have to take a nap to meet. I don't even. I don't remember what that was. You have to like lie down and then you meet him. What was that? That one of the top search results was Dragon Lord Placidious X cheese. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. I don't care to. All right. Like just ways to cheese him, I guess. Oh. Uh, yeah, it was a fun fight. You don't need to cheese him that hard. It wasn't, it wasn't that bad. It was like a three headed dragon. Yeah. Oh. He's fucking dope. Like, make no mistake about it. He's, He's kind of old, kind of rotting. I think one oh. of those heads is just a stump at this point. Something that I think you have to give him a little bonus points for is he's been the Elden Lord before. Like he is Wait. a Elden Lord. Uh, really? the- Wait. So you're more caught up on the lore than I am. 
So for those that don't know, uh, those that don't spend all of their free time watching war videos and creating bad TikToks. uh, Nerds. Yeah. Placidious Sax is a... He's like one of the first Elden Lords. He was connected to the Greater Will before... um, Even before the Erdtree existed. So like... He was Elden Lord pre-Erdtree, and then Greater Will ends up getting America. And there is implied to be a decent period in between when he was in power and when uh, America comes into power, in which the Greater Will may have been out of power. Like, the greater some other outer god may have taken the Greater Will's seat of power in the lands between, in that little in-between interim period. Uh, and that's also why a lot of people speculate that Farm Azula, that whole section, is a dream or a flashback uh, to a time long past. So, or that it's entirely like a separate dimension. Like it's there's a lot of speculation about what's going on with Farm Azula because it doesn't appear to be connected to the actual lands between. Like... And like I said, you then you have you have to like take a nap in front of his boss area, and then it's it reforms itself. I could be a dream. I don't know. Yeah, it does seem like whatever the story is there, it's not everything is not as it seems in form as well. I think is probably the way to say it. Like it's not, it's not really going on. Like I think there's supposed to be a lot of interpretation going on there. What you're supposed to interpret from it, no fucking clue. But mm-hmm. uh, all of that is neither here nor there. But Plassy do six or placidious sacks. I think he does bring an element of experience for you. I think he could he could give you a little guidance as the Elden Lord, as a past Elden Lord who appears to have been decently successful. I uh, I think he could he could maybe steer you on the right path. So I think he's at least C tier. All the rot is a turnoff. It surely is. Uh, which I think is why I'm not moving him above C tier yet. Okay. I think well, yeah, let's go ahead and drop him there next to the guy's gonna do over now. Yeah, I think for now it's okay. We can do it later if we want to. I think if Rot's a problem, though, we might have to move the Fire Giant down. Because the Fire Giant, he's also got some decay going on as well. Yeah, but he can fix that by ripping his leg off, sacrificing it. Valid point. He's got it handled. Let's do a Demi-Human Queen. Oh, yeah. Uh, Demi-Human Queen. So first of all, she's a queen. That's true. An army. We, we meet them a lot. Royalty. Got a lot of followers. And unlike Placidious Sax... She's an actively in power queen. So mm-hmm. you are already not only are you taking the throne of Elden Lord, you're also now prospective king of the demi humans. So this yeah, is there's a, there's a lot of those fuckers. Yeah, you you have I mean, presumably a pretty decent army at your disposal. Yeah. There's at least two of those things too. So they're I mean it's like split in half, but you still got a lot of them. Yeah. Um so now here's the thing though, he's like it does appear that you encounter multiple demi-human queens in the game. Like there are there at least, are more at least two. So are they split? Like is the are the demi-human queens it like are I feel like in this like thought experiment, we can go ahead and say that you're marrying the queen of queens. Like these other queens, they're provincial rulers. This queen, she's the queen of queens. You know what I mean? Like you see, I was thinking it was more like an anthill, and we're just getting one of them. And you can go fight the other queens and then okay. bury the other queens. So you have to then... Them. So this comes with additional tasks then. Like this marriage is not 
like it's not just like a marriage to power it's a marriage with a path to power attached to it it's like one of those fortnite packs that you can buy that comes with a quest it's just like a fortnite pack you can buy yeah yeah exactly so it's like if you if you play fortnite they sell like these 20 dollar packs in the shop and they'll be like cool looking skin and 2000 something v bucks and i'll look at that and i'll be like okay like that skin is decent i guess but then you look into it and you don't actually get the skin right away when you spend the 20 bucks. No, 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 no. That would be too easy. Instead, you earn the privilege to undergo several hours worth of more gameplay where you'll have to grind through a bunch of annoying quests to then earn the skin you just paid $20 for. The right. Yes. To put that skin on. Indeed. But we, have, we need a Fortnite episode at some point. Yeah, it feels more like a privilege at that point even though you did actually spend $20 for even the chance to get that privilege. Yes. It, I love Fortnite. I uh, love Fortnite too. With that being said, I think we'll go D. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For Demi-Human. I'm not gonna, it's also Demi-Human. Yeah. Not the... <laughs> Patches. He caught my eye. So he's next. Okay. I'm surprised he counts for this list, but that's okay. He definitely does. Um, I'm not a Souls, Soulsborne veteran, so my connection to him is not as deep as I'm guessing yours is or some of the y'all listeners. Yeah, so I've um, only played who's a bitch? Dark Souls two, uh, a bit of Dark Souls three with you. Um, when you say Dark Souls two, do you mean that one time at my house when we were in middle no, school? No, I've played Dark Souls two on my own. I thought we played three at your house. We played two. Okay, so we played two. So I've I've only played two then. I've I've played a lot. Actually, no, I've I've played three. Yeah, I've played three. You so own three, three, I remember. Mm-hmm. I've played but, two uh, and three. Yeah, so but uh, he shows up in all of them and is a dick. Okay. That's all I have. Um, no loyalty. He will sell you out for a dollar. He's weak as hell. No land, no castle. F. No one appreciates a bald man. True. I'm gonna be bald one day, which is why I'm pushing for that. Uh, oh, I'm not. Lucky you. Uh, <laughs> Bloodhound Knight Darewill. Okay, um, I'm gonna give this man extra. This dog, man, I don't know what he. I don't know what he is under all that. The, the Bloodhound. I, think, I mean, he's a Blood Knight. Bloodhound Knight. I don't. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> his, his helmet's kind of weird. Anyway, he has a cool sword that carried me through the game. If if I'm remembering it right, the one the uh. Bloodhound blade, mm-hmm. Bloodhound thing. So I'm willing to give him B because if he can bring that to the table, that's all I really need. Yeah, I think um, he's a real provider for sure. Yeah, after I killed him and I got his sword, but this I want you just give it to me. Yeah, he's very fast too. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you'll never have to worry about um, being late to anything with this guy. And he's a knight. You just jump on his. Back. That's kind of cool. Uh, on a day to night. If you yeah, if you're if you're into nights, uh, I think B tier works for Bloodhound. B tier, I think is good. B for Bloodhound. We'll go with that. Let's rank a few more. Let's rank uh the fell omen. Oh, okay, Loki. Kind of, I think like A or A. I want to say one. That speech went fucking hard. Which one? Oh wait, is this the fell omen? Is that the is that his oh, first? Yeah, yeah. I guess he's not technically the fell omen when you fight him at the end of the game. Uh, okay, so there's are there two different versions because I don't care about this one. I want to I want to rank like the real version of him. You want to rank Morgoth? Uh, let me see if I can find him. Yeah. I think he's on here too, right? 
I we can pretend he is if he's oh, not soldier of God, Rick. So yeah. And fucked me up in that tutorial. Uh uh Morgoth, the Omen King. There we are. Great. Um, okay, yeah. We don't need Margot. He's whatever. That doesn't matter. Omen King. We Omen King. Um A. He won, he's a king. He is the only responsible member of his family. Cool sword. That speech went hard. The you remember the one passionately about his beliefs. He really he hates his siblings. That man has family issues. Yeah, he does. I, uh, the willful traitors, all oh. <laughs> is uh, that definitely goes hard. Uh, I will agree. Morgoth for sure, at least a. I might even push him I, to S. Uh, I think he's the closest we've gotten to an S besides was, Estelle. Uh, yeah, I think I think he qualifies for S tier. Uh, mm-hmm. Although you know what I I kind of want to leave him an A just for visual purposes because it kind of looks nicer if we have two in A and then one in S. Okay, yeah, you want a nice bell curve? That's fine. Yeah. You know, nice bell I mean, curve for your many, video. We have too many people in D tier right now. Uh, you can move Nial up to C. I don't care. You want to move him up to C? Okay. There you go. Now it's fine. It's fine. That gives a lot more visual appeal to our list, uh, mm-hmm. which I think is more important than you realize. So yeah. let's go with. Um. Oh, or Gideon. Oh. oh, Gideon. Where's Gideon? Where do you see Gideon? To the on the end. Oh, there he is. Sir Gideon Offnir, the all-knowing. He's a nerd. F. Everything you've ever done, he knows. Ah, uh, so immediately I don't like him. Like I don't. I don't want to know. He's really weak. He do, he also he doesn't know how to stand up for himself. You hit him like twenty times while he's giving a speech. He doesn't doesn't react. Yeah, dude doesn't. His reaction time is ass while you're annihilating him so yeah i'm gonna go with that for him i don't like him i i didn't enjoy him let's do two more uh let's do radagon of the golden order uh we have to do star scourger don oh yes and star scourger i have things to say okay i have opinions about star scourger don radagon now here's the thing with radagon is you're actually marrying two people uh you're marrying him and you're also marrying america and i think it's situation while other people on this list have also been instances where you have to marry two people, I think he separates himself by being two people within the same body and two people that also hate each other and like have very different goals. So I think F tier is a good spot for Radagon to go. Yeah. Uh, America seems okay though. Yeah, America, she does seem okay, but again, she's one aspect of a of a schizophrenic yeah. manifestation. Okay, uh, Radon. How how nice she really is. Uh, the Star Scourge. Where is the Star Scourge? There he okay. is. Star Scourge. Okay. Just he is one. He's incredibly loyal. We all every Ring player that has watched even one video knows that he learned gravity magic for his horse. So he's very sweet. He's he cares a lot about the people he loves, assuming he loves you, which he I'm in this scenario he will. Um, he's very strong. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of follow. He can command a lot of respect. He's people like him. Slowly people having his mind eaten by rot, though. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That we all have our we all have our quirks. Nobody's <laughs> perfect. No one's perfect. But uh, I think for me, he's gonna be B here. Where where do you put him? Uh, I think B is okay. Yeah, I, I don't think, think he's not minus. up there with A just because the fact that he's kind of like 
eating their the corpses of his dead comrades. He's not really all yeah. there. I mean, you know, he's not a perfect lover. But no, no. he got his quirks, you know? He Animal really strives for it. Uh, he reminds me of that saying, you know, it's like reach for, if you reach for the moon, if you miss, you'll land among the stars, right? And he's the star scourge. So yeah. it's perfect. You can bring the stars to you. Yeah. Uh, I like our list. I think this is a great list. Uh, I would marry anyone north of the C tier. I think I would, I would happily marry them. Uh, A and up. You'd marry A and up? Rykard, yes. Morgan, and Estelle? Yeah. I'm very for the, record, for the record, we're not doing it, I guess, but I wanted uh, Melania what? Uh, there she... as well. I think she was high in my mind. Where is she? We can rank her. Um, I don't see her. In our hearts. Oh, not... there she is. Okay, yeah. <laughs> D tier for me. Okay, whatever. As I think she's A. It flicks rot on you whenever you get close to her. All <laughs> got our quirks. <laughs> I think inflicting a burning disease that will slowly kill you anytime you get close to her. And also the chance that if you get her worked up at all, she might blossom into a goddess of rot, which would annihilate you. Like it would be like dying on this hill. It's fine. No, it's fine. I'll die on this hill. Where do you want her? A. I'll give it to you. Just just because I put Estelle in S and didn't really even ask your opinion on that. Uh, <laughs> so I'll, I'll give you Melania. You just texted me. I'm going to put Estelle in S no matter yeah. what. You, it was pre-decided before this that Estelle would be in the S tier. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I... And I don't even really feel the need to validate it to anybody else. Uh, but I just... If you know, you know. With Estelle. And I think that's... Honestly... That's a great place for the podcast to to wrap up. Uh, mm-hmm. This was a great first episode. I enjoyed it. Uh, Jason enjoyed it. Doesn't, I did. Doesn't get to voice his own opinion. I'm going to voice You can't it. see the gun behind my head. I'm a great <laughs> Indeed. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it, seriously. Uh, and check it out uh, next time. This will not be our last episode. Obviously, we're going to be doing episodes every Friday. Uh, so... Jason will not be on the next one, but we're going to have a rotating cast of guests. Uh, so you'll see Jason again pretty soon. Uh, and yeah, so you guys take it easy. Uh, let me know in the comments what you thought of this episode. If you want to see Jason soon, uh, what more you want to see on this podcast, what else you want to see from me on TikTok. Uh, take it easy. Take care. Take care.